Joe Hill and Cesar Chavez Who fought in their own time For our brothers and our sisters Up and down that picket line For the unnamed and unnumbered Who struggle brave and long For the union men and women Standing up and standing strong Tomorrow, February 6th, is the anniversary of the birth of singer, songwriter, activist, and Rastafarian Bob Marley in 1945. Today, Marley is a symbol of reggae music, peace and love, mellowness, but his image has been heavily commercialized and depoliticized. Author David Thompson, in his book Reggae and Caribbean Music, says, Bob Marley ranks among the most popular and the most misunderstood figures in modern culture. Gone from the public record is the ghetto kid who dreamed of Che Guevara and the Black Panthers and pinned their posters up in the Whalers' Soul Shack record store. He believed in freedom and the fighting which it necessitated and dressed the part on an early album sleeve whose heroes were James Brown and Muhammad Ali, whose god was Rastafari and whose sacrament was marijuana. Instead, the Bob Marley who surveys his kingdom today is smiling benevolence, a shining sun, a waving palm tree, and a string of hits which tumble out of polite radio like candy from a gumball machine. Of course, it has assured his immortality, but it has also demeaned him beyond recognition. Bob Marley was worth far more. Robert Nesta Marley was born in Nine Mile, St. Anne Parish, Jamaica. His mother was only 18 when she married a 60-year-old plantation overseer who became Marley's father. His father was largely absent but financially supportive, but died when Bob was 10. At age 12, his family moved to a poor neighborhood in Kingston. Marley suffered harassment at school because of his biracial heritage. As a teen, he started a band with friends, Bunny Whaler and Peter Tosh. In 1963, they joined with other friends and became the Whalers. They were discovered and soon were recording regularly. They released a studio album in 1965, which contained the single One Love, a reworking of a popular song, People Get Ready. The song became popular worldwide and established the group's status. The band made 11 more albums. After signing on with Island Records as Bob Marley and the Whalers, they gained international attention. In 1966, Bob married Rita Anderson, a Cuban-born singer, songwriter, and entrepreneur. In the late 60s, early 70s, Marley, who'd been raised Catholic, converted to Rastafarianism. Rastafari was at once a political, religious, and aesthetic movement. It came out of the poor areas of Jamaica in the 30s, influenced by Marcus Garvey and the Back to Africa movement. Rastafarians believed in one God, called Jah, and that God resides in each of us. Reggae was a militant form of music in the 60s, closely linked to both Rastafarianism and the Black Power movement. Reggae was the soundtrack of the new political movement, and more particularly the People's National Party, PNP. The 1962 election victory over the more conservative Jamaican Labor Party, JLP. The PNP took the reggae song title Better Day Must Come by Delroy Wilson as their campaign slogan. From 1974 to 1980, Jamaica was rife with political violence. Gangs linked to the country's major parties were locked in a paramilitary conflict that killed, injured, and displaced thousands of people. The fighting was exacerbated by the poverty made more extreme by IMF loan repayment demands and the sudden price rises of the 1973 OPEC oil shock. Before the 1976 elections, Marley was invited by the Minister of Culture to perform at a concert that was seen as a PNP event. 
Just before the concert, a gunman shot Bob and Rita at home, probably a JLP supporter, said Brian Meeks, African Studies scholar from Brown University. Two days later, Bob played at the concert with bullet wounds still in his arms and chest. His son, Ziggy Marley, insists his mother, who had been shot in the head, deserves equal credit. She still showed up for the show, the same as he did. I'm proud of both my dad and mom, because there's a teamwork going on between them. Bob wouldn't be Bob without Rita, know what I'm saying? The event was a rallying cry for peace. The band performed for 80,000 people that night. To recover, Bob Marley went to the Bahamas and then to England, but returned for the 1978 Peace Concert. During the concert, Marley dramatically brought the two rival party leaders on stage to join hands. Marley did his part to promote peace. The victims of the violence were largely poor Jamaicans. Marley felt ending the violence would allow social and political change to occur, said Meeks, who was at the concert that night. Sadly, the peace movement failed, and the conservatives took power in 1980. Tragically, Bob Marley died on May 11, 1981, of cancer while on tour in Miami, Florida. He was 36. And that is our story for today. For the past is the past, I'm Harry Richardson. <laughs>